Hi everybody, welcome to Busy Living Sober. This is Busy Chance, also known as Elizabeth Chance, and today is episode 313. And today is the 13th of September. This is going out on the 14th of September, 2022. And today's episode is sponsored by Soberlink. Each and every person in the fight against alcohol addiction has their own reason for recovery. Maybe it's a husband, wife, daughter, son, mom, dad, best friend, colleague, job, hobby, or just yourself. Whatever your reason for recovery, we're all in this together. On Busy Living Sober, our mission includes changing the stigma that's associated with addiction. That's why I've partnered with Soberlink to expand and strengthen our community even further. Soberlink is a remote alcohol monitoring technology created to help provide accountability for people in recovery. The system includes a high-tech breathalyzer device with facial recognition that allows you to share your sobriety in real time with loved ones who can offer support in the event of a slip or relapse. Soberlink has helped hundreds of thousands of people document proof of sobriety in real time to help rebuild trust and foster peace of mind. Soberlink is currently building a strong community of people in recovery. Get inspired and inspire others today by joining the community at www.soberlink.com slash BLS for busy living sober. So, how is everybody today? My topic today is judgment. And um, I feel like our judgment is of others. Does it make us feel better to judge others? That's what I feel like it does. Does it make us feel better when we judge somebody else against ourselves? Does it make us feel better? Does it make us feel more worthy? Does it make us feel superior? Does it make us feel less than? Does it make, what does it do? What does that whole judgment do to us by judging others? You know, I remember being in a place where I felt like I was judging everybody around me and when I was judging everybody around me I didn't feel good it didn't make me feel good in fact it made me feel bad and um, I then really prayed and prayed and prayed to God that I wouldn't judge people anymore I felt like I don't want to judge people it doesn't do anything for me how is me judging somebody else make it make me feel okay how does that really benefit me by judging other people and I know it's a human thing to do right we judge other people but I feel like it's actually detrimental to judge others I mean obviously in some points of view it makes us maybe stick to our sobriety I can tell you that watching when I was first getting sober Watching other people drink around me was not a turn on. In fact, I would look at other people and go, oh my gosh, that was like how I was. And I wasn't judging them for what they were doing. It's just like I was saying to myself, wow, if that's what I looked like when I was drinking, I don't know if I want to go and do that again. Because I don't think any of us really knows what we look like unless somebody films us drinking. What do we look like when we're drunk? How does it feel when we're drunk? We don't know because we're not looking, we're not, we don't have the ability to be outside of ourselves looking in. I mean, afterwards, I mean, 
but when we're drunk, I definitely don't think we can look at ourselves. So I, I did remember, I, I wouldn't say again, I'm judging somebody else, but I'm watching someone else's behavior when they're drunk and I'm like, okay, I don't want to do that. And that was, um, that actually helped me stay sober. I have to tell you in the very beginning and still to, to this day, I mean, luckily I haven't really, I haven't thought about getting drunk recently. That Maybe that's a lie because I think we always think about drinking and feelings becoming overwhelming and that thought of like, oh my gosh, if I could just pick up a drink, I might feel better. But I haven't thought about it where I'm watching other people lately, but I did back in the day. But what I really believe is this judgment we have of others is not a benefit. In fact, I think it's, um, I think it's kind of, it does the, the opposite. I think the judging others makes us feel less than. I don't think there's any real positive to it. I understand when I was doing that, when I, to help me stay sober, but that was selfish, of course. But I'd look at somebody else and be like, oh my God, they're so drunk. I don't want to be like them. Oh my God, did you hear they just told me the same story for the 47th time? That was horrible. I don't want to do that again. But today, judging somebody's outside by my insides is always, um, always puts me in a bad way. That's not healthy for me. I don't think it's healthy for any of us. I think that when we, um, I think that where we're living today in this world, and I'm kind of even scared to talk about this, but you know, with where our society in America, at least I'm going to say in the United States, it's like we're being, we live in an alcoholic family. And I've said this many, many times. I pray the FBI doesn't come to my house and arrest me for saying this. But what I find to be so difficult is that we aren't allowed to have opposite thinking. We are supposed to think the exact same way as everybody else. And if we think the exact same as everybody else, then we're okay. But we're not, we're human beings. Now, I am going to do things because I, of the way that I was raised, and inherently, I was raised with some form of religion, which I think also benefits a lot of human beings by having that moral compass of saying, this is good and this is bad. This is good, right, this is wrong. Um, you know, Queen Elizabeth just passing away, they said the one thing about her that was so interesting is that she didn't really have an opinion about anything, at least that she spoke of publicly. She was never interviewed. She never gave anybody um, the, the time to actually sit down and say, this is what I think about this, this is what I think about that. It was her own business. What, what happened to that? What happened to life being about our own business? What happened to having respect for others that have different views? It's okay to have a different view. If you think differently than me, it doesn't mean that we can't be friends. It's just we think of, we don't talk about those topics then when they come up, right? But now because social media has allowed us to be able to tell everybody what we're thinking at any moment of the day without a filter, without thought of how it could affect someone else, has been a detriment, I think, to our society. And it's been a detriment of how we feel about ourselves, right? Because we think one way and because we judge others. And it's really interesting. I have a friend that, um, you know, and not only a friend, I'm gonna even say myself. I think that because you may have letters behind your name, or you may have more education than I do on certain subjects, that you're better than me. 
I judge that, right? I say, oh, well, you've gone to school longer than me and you have these credentials, that makes you better. But does it really make you a better person? If you went to university, does that necessarily make you better than the person who actually just worked their way to where they are today? I, I, I think that that, I think that <laughs> judging others like that is just total BS because I think we all are just trying to do this world, this thing that we call life together in the best way that we can and raising our families and being together as a family unit in the best way we can. But when we think morally one way and then we see things happening the opposite way and rather than saying, I don't think that I want to do that, we follow this culture, right? That we all want to be the exact same. It's kind of crazy. Um, I have to say it's um, where our society has gone. No wonder so many people are drinking. It's, it's addiction is so huge because for one, I think these feelings we all have, and as so many people say to me the word anxious, I've got anxiety, I've got anxiety, I've got anxiety. Well, anxiety is fear. So why do we have fear? What are we scared of? What are we scared of? Are we scared that we're not gonna be okay? Um, are we scared that we're not gonna be able to make it? And I think that if we live in that anxiety rather than living in the faith part, which is looking at it with a totally different set of glasses. Instead of saying, I'm scared, be like, why am I scared? Why am I having these feelings? What is going on inside of me? Is this real or is this just something I've gotten because I've been on social media a lot, I've been watching too much news, I've been in these situations that aren't beneficial for me, they actually are bad for me. And I haven't left these situations because again, fear of what others may think. What someone else thinks is more important than what I think. So it's really hard for people, I believe, when we are getting sober and realizing, like, I don't want to be have a relationship with alcohol anymore. I don't care. I, I just don't like the way it makes me feel. I don't want to do it anymore. And what are my friends going to think? And how am I going to manage if I don't have this liquid in my hand? How am I going to do that? How am I going to live my life being my authentic self, knowing it's okay to be me without this thing that I carry around with me as part of my costume, right? So it's like that alcohol is like part of your costume, right? That glass is part of your costume. Um, it's unfortunate that a lot of times that drink will then take us to the next level, right? Especially if we get to that place where we're no longer a pickle and we're the cucumber. We're, no, we're no longer the cucumber, we're now the pickle. I just got that totally wrong. We're no longer the cucumber, we've become a pickle. We've realized that our relationship with alcohol has gone to this place that every t not maybe maybe not every time we drink but a lot of times when we drink we don't like ourselves anymore so we don't like ourselves but we continue to have this glass because it makes everybody else around us feel more comfortable when I tell people I don't drink you know they might not like me anymore and is that okay well it's okay because at the end of the day we die alone, we come into this world alone, so 
if we don't put what's important to us above what everybody else thinks, then what good is this entire thing of life anyway? It doesn't matter what anybody else thinks. It's in my business what anybody else thinks. It's how I think. If I need to have that glass, and for a lot of times for me, it is the glass. I Every time I go out to eat, I say, can you bring me a Pellegrino and a wine glass with a side of lemons? And some waiters or waitresses maybe might not, uh, service people don't like that I make them do that, but that's okay. I give them actually a better tip because I'm like, oh my gosh, this is what I like. Um, because I, it's part of my thing. I don't, I like to have a pretty glass. Just because it doesn't have alcohol in it does not mean I can't have a pretty glass. So I have a pretty glass and I am then, I feel comfortable. I put my Pellegrino in it and a lemon and I'm off to the races, right? And then I'm getting, I get more and more comfortable in my skin. But realizing that my judgment of others is not always right. And it makes me feel less than, than more important. Does that make any sense? So what I mean to say that to this is that when I judge somebody else, I feel kind of like shit because I'm judging what I think they are by what they're wearing, by what they're driving, by where they live. So then it makes them okay. Because if you fit, and that's how I was when I was drinking. I mean, I was like, if you didn't vote the same way as me, if you didn't um, drive a similar car or live in a similar neighborhood, I was like, okay, I don't wanna have anything to do with you. But the longer I've stayed sober, and because I am, I've used 12 step for the whole time I've been sober, is that I've seen so many people that have taught me things and a lot of times the people that I see that teach me things are not always in the same outfits. They're not always in the same sort of thing that I would have back in the day thought would be like somebody I would like. But you know what, today it doesn't matter because that's all about the costume. We all wear costumes. We all do our hair in a certain way, wear certain outfits. It's kind of weird today because I feel like more people are looking the same than ever before. Maybe not in the younger group because the younger group is definitely feeling a little bit more that they can be whatever they wanna be. But I feel like a lot of clothing sometimes looks the exact same. And I feel like just because, you know, my judgment of where I am at one point is not, um, it's not always right and not always everything. I mean, I can change in a matter of a second. My thinking can change in a matter of a second. I think it's really insane right now how our society is going, parents especially, I'm gonna say of younger people, um, and I can see why so many people don't wanna have kids today, but you know, saying that they're gonna do exactly what their kids want them to do, okay? So the parents say, what do you want? And they listen to what the kids have to say. And kids don't even know what they want. I'm 53 years old and I barely know what I want. And they ask little children what they want. And then they roll with it. So when I was a kid, I wanted to be a punker. So I shaved my hair, I had it really short, I wore like spiked hair, put the stuff in it, I wore certain outfits that were really trendy, and I was a punker, okay? And then um, I switched from being a punker, I wanted to be like MC Hammer. So I wore MC Hammer pants all the time with like the crotch all the way down to my knees. And um, I was able to do that, right? And then I went back to being preppy. And then I wanted to be a little more, I was never really goth, but I've always wanted to be like, just because I said to my mom, I wanna be a punker, she didn't go out and say, all right, you're gonna join a punk band. 
no. And she's like, all right, go do your little thing, and that's what you're going to do. And I'm grateful for that. But it wasn't all about me changing who I was as a human being, right? If um, I, I, have a, I have a sibling that always wanted to wear pants. She always wore pants. Always, always, always wore pants. And um, she didn't want to wear a dress. Now, I always wanted to wear a dress. Did that make me, okay, did that make it wrong that my sister wanted to wear pants all the time? Did everything change because she wanted to wear pants? No. I think that we all get to this place where it's like we are going to change our minds a million times. As human beings, we're supposed to change our minds. We're supposed to go to a place where we think one thing and then we think another. And then we evolve and we change and then we decide we're going to pivot this way. I can't tell you how many times I was going to say I was never going to do this. I could have said to you back 16 years ago, I'm never going to get sober. I'm going to die with a drink in my hand. I am going to die at a party on the band, dancing with the band, getting drunk. That's how I'm going to die because that's how I am. I'm the party girl. I am going to die as a party girl. Well, guess what? I changed my mind. I decided I don't want to be a party girl anymore. I actually want to change. I want to pivot. We all want to change all the time. But we don't have to react to every time we have a different, that we have a feeling that is maybe different than what we were feeling before. We don't have to change. You know, being sober gives you the ability to look at your thoughts and recognize whether you need to take those thoughts to the next level or what you need to do with those thoughts. Obviously, if you're having thoughts of hurting yourself, you should reach out and talk to somebody. If you're having thoughts of that you are drinking too much, you need to call a doctor and talk to them about it. You need to really take time to take a deep breath and be like, oh my gosh, I'm gonna change. When you sit around and you say, you know what, I'm anxious all the time, what are you gonna do to change that? Because I can tell you taking a magic pill is not gonna last forever. You have to figure out what are the tools that are gonna help me to not have these feelings of that I'm less than or I'm worse than everybody else. How, what am I gonna do to change that? What am I going to do to take care of the fact that I don't feel comfortable in what situation or this situation or that situation? And maybe giving it 90 days, okay? giving it 90 days to say, I'm gonna try something new for 90 days. Now, after those 90 days, if you're not happy doing it, you can change your mind, right? You can change your mind. Nothing is in stone, right? There's nothing in stone. The only thing that's permanent in life, at least living in the United States right now, is paying taxes. Sounds like they could come to your house with guns if they wanted to at this point, it's so insane. Um, but you could, um, paying taxes and the fact that you're gonna die. Those are the two studies that we know are for true. Now, anything else is up for grabs. And what we're gonna judge ourselves with, judging ourselves, we judge ourselves. Why do we judge ourselves so much? Where does this come from? Where does it come from that we judge ourselves? That we're like, I'm not good, they're good, I'm bad. That's right, I'm wrong. Okay, obviously, the basics, you don't wanna kill anybody, right? Okay, you don't wanna hurt anybody. You don't want to do anything to anybody else. That's just off. That's just violent. We don't do that. Okay? We just don't do that. We don't do violent things against other people. That's number one. 
But beyond that, okay, we aren't going to hurt anybody. We are not intentionally going to go out and hurt anybody. But we intentionally hurt ourselves constantly by judging ourselves against somebody else. I judge how I'm doing against how you're doing. But I have no idea what it's really like to live in your shoes. I have no idea. I have no idea what it's like to wake up in the morning next to the person you wake up next to. I have no idea. I have no idea what it was like to grow up in the house that you grew up in. I have no idea. I don't even have the same views as the people that grew up in my same house as they look at, at look for them. I don't. Uh, do any of you agree with that? Like we all grew up in these same houses and family and families. And I can I had one experience. My siblings had another experience. And was their experience right or wrong, or was it just their experience and mine was different? Is that okay? I didn't realize that till just recently. That it's okay. My siblings had a different experience than I did. That's okay. That's okay. That's what makes the world go round, right? They had a different experience than I did. Was there a better than mine or worse than mine? It doesn't really matter. There's no barometer here. Walking through life, we give ourselves this barometer. And I think that it's not really healthy. And having fear all the time. What are we scared of? We're all going to die. It's reality. We are all going to die. When? I have no idea. It's when God decides. It seems like, you know, Queen Elizabeth on that Tuesday was meeting with the new Prime Minister of England, and then she passed away on Friday, I think it was. I don't even remember what day, or Thursday. I don't even remember what day it was. But, you know, you see that, and you're like, oh, my gosh. She didn't know she was but I'm glad that she got to meet the new prime minister. But the reality is this, my judgment screwed up. I don't know what it's like to be Meghan Markle. I don't know what it's like to be Harry. I don't know what it's like to be Kate. I don't know what it's like to be William. We have no idea. I don't know what it's like to be my own siblings. I have no idea. I don't live in their skin. All I can tell you is that we each as individuals have to find tools that work for ourselves, right? What are the tools that help you? So if you're drinking too much, obviously you're gonna to wanna to talk to a doctor, say, I think I'm drinking too much. What is your recommendation? What is your recommendation? I just heard the craziest thing. I just talked to this woman that I'd never met before on the phone yesterday. And she said that she knows this other woman who is um, helps people with alcohol and drug addiction. She's like, well, I don't know why they smoke some people who get sober smoke and, and um, eat desserts and eat sugary things. And I'm like, uh, well, I know. I know. I said, I know why people smoke and why they drink. For one, smoking a cigarette will kill you. It's going to be longer. Okay? It's not going to be right this very second. And um, I think that also, so, and then eating sweets, we've got to satiate that, that sweet because alcohol's got so much sugar in it. We want more sugar, so we eat sweets. And we eat sweets till whatever day. I have, a, you know, as I just mentioned, I have 16 years of continuous sobriety, and I still eat sweets almost every single voluntary day. Last night I had peanut butter and chocolate ice cream, okay? I, it, it's like we all have to do what works for you. We're individuals. We are not robots. We are not robots. We all have our own individual thoughts, individual opinions, individual needs, individual everything we all have to figure out but yet so we are similar in so many ways but we are also individuals and but taking that time to respect ourselves and figure out what it is i'm really anxious over 
What am I so scared of? What am I scared of? The worst thing happening? How many times have you heard somebody say, we worry about the worst thing happening and how often does the worst thing ever happen? Never, never. It's crazy. But we spend so much time worried about the thing that could happen and we're missing what's going on right this very second. Because we're worried about something that hasn't gotten here, that isn't in this time. And, or we've got regret of what happened yesterday, so we're not enjoying this moment right now. So right now, at this moment, it's uh, 2.57 p.m. on Tuesday, September 13th. So I'm right here in this moment. I'm watching these lines go across on this crazy mic that Henry set up for me. But I'm learning, you know, I'm learning that this is the moment right here. And it takes so much practice. I'm going to tell you what I sometimes also do. I have to tell you. I go out and I buy these bracelets. See, they're all have they're all different gemstones. And I use these gemstones to ground me. Grounding yourself as a human is huge. And you're going to be like, what is that? So grounding yourself, meaning you go out. The earth has so much power. So if you go and you walk outside with your bare feet, it grounds you. You feel better. It's the craziest thing. You're like probably thinking she's crazy. Try it. Ground yourself. Go out and walk in the grass with your bare feet. Go walk on the sand with your bare feet. It grounds you. You feel better. It's like they say with yoga. Do you know the getting on the mat? So literally pulling the mat out, having the mat set up, getting on the mat will give you 70% of the benefits of yoga are just getting on that mat. Literally. Just literally taking your body and getting on the mat and sitting on there will give you peace. There will be no judgment once you get on there. You're going to be like, oh my gosh, I'm so psyched I did this. It's like grounding yourself. I'm going to get out and I'm going to do it. And you're going to be like, well, somebody might think I'm crazy. Who gives a shit if somebody thinks you're crazy? I know I'm crazy. I'm scared of the people who don't think they're crazy. But really grounding yourself. Getting into this place that you're like, you know what? I can't judge anybody else. I can't. I'm going to try, but I'm just going to try it today. I'm just going to try to do it this hour. See if you can take the time to see what you're judging on somebody else and if it's true or not. And then if you're judging yourself, what do you feel like about yourself? What is this judgment you think about yourself? So if you were to sit down and write down what you think about yourself, I and I have to tell you, I do it every morning because I write down whatever was in my crawl from yesterday. I'll put it down on paper and then I put five things I'm grateful for. But I, um, but when I look at what I don't like about myself, and then sometimes I even take it to the next step and I talk to another human being about it, and then it gives it light and it's not so scary anymore. That anxiety then dissipates because I put, take it from this dark thing and put it into something that's light. If we put it in the light and it's no longer in the darkness, when it's in the light, it makes it so much easier to digest, right? It's when we keep these things in the dark and hidden by ourselves, when we're ashamed of ourselves because of something we did before. We didn't do it right now. Shame's always about yesterday. And we can't go back. All we can learn is to not do that same thing so that we don't have to feel shame anymore. What is making me feel ashamed? Why am I ashamed? What am I ashamed of? What am I ashamed of? 
I'm ashamed of being who I am to be thinking differently than everybody else. When the United States of America, that's why it was founded, you're allowed to think different things. You're allowed to believe in whatever you want to believe in. And that's cool. But if you want me to believe everything, it's just, I don't want to be, and I'm not in a cult. The United States is not a cult. We are not in the good team or the bad team as much as the leader wants to tell us we are. We are not in a good team or a bad team. We're all just living, trying to do our best we can do. And as an alcoholic, if we put down the drink and we think that we need to have more reasons not to like anybody, no, 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 stop. It's not. We need to love each other. It's about loving one another. And that first starts, that love starts with loving ourselves. How do we fall in love with ourselves? If we're constantly judging ourselves against things that we aren't even real. By carrying shame from something that happened before that we can't change. We have to forgive ourselves. We have to realize that we have to take this life, you know, one minute at a time, one day at a time. We have to love ourselves. We have to love the people next door, even if they do believe in this stuff that's going on. Great, okay, you want to believe in it, great. But I don't believe in it, and it's okay. But you're allowed to have that. We aren't supposed to get arrested. We aren't supposed to be alienated against each other. We're not supposed to say somebody's in the bad camp and somebody's in the good camp. The last I checked, we're all just waking. We all wake up in the morning. It doesn't matter who you are. You put one leg on at a time and you start your day. You might put a dress on, whatever it is. But we all start each day with one foot on the floor and then the next foot on the floor and we all try to do our best. I believe that. I believe that. So if we love each other and don't judge each other by how we're feeling on the inside, Life would be a lot easier, wouldn't it? Write down what that is that's bothering you. Give it light. Tell somebody else about it. Don't judge what's going on inside your head against, against somebody else that you don't even know, or more or less could even be a loved one, but you really don't even know them either. We don't know until we really get to know someone, which takes a lot of time and takes a lot of effort and it takes a lot of humility and not judgment to have a real friendship, right? To be able to say, I love this person. It's, that's why I think my mother said back in the day, you're only going to have three. If you have three friends when you die, Elizabeth, you're really lucky. Because those are people you can be authentic with. And um, I think she was right. So, you know, don't judge what's going on in your head as bad or good. It is what it is. Take the time to fall in love with you. And no more shame. No more shame. No more shame. You can't go back. All you can do is do today. So do today the best way you can. If you like what I had to say today, if you like my podcast, please subscribe. Please share it with your friends. Please know that um, if you need anything, you can reach out to me, and I promise I will write you back right away. You can reach me at busy, B-I-Z-Z-Y, at busylivingsober.com, and that's the U-S-Y. Or you can reach me at Elizabeth, E-L-I-Z-A-B-E-T-H, at ElizabethChance.com. I will get your messages. I will write you back. I promise you will not have to be alone. You can talk to me. You can tell me those things that are going on so you don't have to keep them to yourself. I promise you I will never tell anybody. And know that you are not alone. We are in this together, this crazy thing called life. And don't feel by yourself. You don't need to anymore. Life is too short. You know, reach out. Don't be alone. Don't be alone.
You don't have to be. And don't pick up that drink. If you know that you guys have a bad relationship, you need to dump it. But you need to talk to the doctor, by the way, if you are a daily drinker. And prior to doing anything, you always need to speak to a medical care professional. And know, please know that you are not alone. Um, my big news, okay, so I waited to the last minute, so we're going to see who's going to be listening. I was just interviewed by the Washington Post, so that's pretty exciting. When it comes out, I will let you all know, but I had a big interview last week with the Washington Post, and I am so grateful to Nancy who interviewed me, and I really appreciate it, and I can't wait to see the article. So I wanted to tell you guys about that, and I wanted you guys to know that um, I'll be back. I am actually starting class. I'm just going to end with this. I'm starting class next Wednesday. You know, I'm going to talk about that next week. But anyway, until next time, you know, keep getting busy living sober and keep getting busy living life. Keep getting busy and get out of your head and get out of your thinking because thinking, thinking, you need to look at what your thoughts are, write them down, give them light like this crazy light I have above me. All right, everybody, until next week, uh, take care. Love you all. Thanks for subscribing. Thanks for being followers. And again, I look forward to seeing you all next week. And until then, keep getting busy living sober and stay safe, stay sober, stay healthy. Bye, everybody.